Hey there, this is Daniel. Thanks for listening to DIY Money. Now, if you haven't already, be sure to give us a five-star review so your friends know that this is a show that they can learn from. Follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. Now, enjoy this episode. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. You are listening to another DIY Money. DIY Money. The podcast must go on. That was your cue to say something funny. Oh, was it? Well, you kind of broke up there for a sec because you're calling in from the beach. Not from the beach. You're in your Airbnb. Speaking of the beach, we've got a great question today from Jack. And oh, by the way, keep those questions coming. If you're new to the show, first of all, thanks for listening. Give us a five-star review or whatever else you do. I, I don't know. I now, you know Spotify, Daniel? Spotify, 51% of our listeners coming from Spotify. It's awesome. And you know what? I've not figured out a way. I don't think Spotify does reviews or stuff. I think it just what? works its algorithms into, like, uh, are people listening to it or not, basically. Wow. that's uh, Well, in full disclosure, I own a little spot, S-P-O-T, the stock. And uh, I can tell, I mean, fastest, uh, my opinion well, not my opinion. I mean, from our demographics, it's the fastest-growing uh, podcast application out there. And uh, folks are really eating it up. But I, I guess you can't really even share it. that Well, I guess you could probably share it that way. But however you, however you listen to your podcast, you know, share it with a friend. We're really growing, and we really appreciate it. And we love the format. We hope that you're finding some value. We sure as heck are, uh, are getting a kick out of doing these things. We really feel like we are uh, uh, serving others, and that is uh, definitely meaningful for us. Why I'm uh, specifically calling in from the beach instead of being at the beach. Uh, but we got a question today that hits home. is exactly what I'm doing right now, which is on vacation with my family. And the question comes from Jack. So Jack, what do you got? Hi, my name is Jack. I currently live in Minneapolis, Minnesota. My question today is in terms of vacation budgets, what are some tips and tricks you guys use to stay on budget while on vacation? as though sometimes money can be spent on extra excursions or adventures. Thanks, guys. All right, Daniel. Even though I'm on vacation right now, I have some, uh, have some strong thoughts on this, but I want to hear yours because I know, that, um, I know that I have observed your vacationing in the past, and I know that you're very, very disciplined with your approach to this. So what, what uh, are those tips and tricks you could share with Jeff? Sure. So we've ebbed and flowed on this. Um, so to, to provide, I guess, a little context and color in our relationship, I tend to be the spreadsheet structure planner, etc. And um, actually, the wife tends to be um, a little bit more of the the spontaneous and so forth. However, over uh, 13 years of marriage, we've kind of gravitated towards each other's center a little bit and um, met each other in the middle. However, one of the ways that uh, I really like to prepare as far as vacations and so forth go is really creating a budget ahead of time. And then whether it is physical cash envelopes, um, loading money onto a debit card, etc., we will essentially isolate the vacation money while we are on vacation. So we know exactly how much is there, exactly how much is left to spend and so forth. Um, one of the other strategies we'll use uh, is prior to going on vacation, we'll actually use websites like um, cardpool.com or cardcash.com to buy discounted gift cards for things like Starbucks or um, food restaurants that we might frequent on the road and so forth. And 
basically preload those gift cards, which is kind of like the cash envelope system, but buying them secondhand actually gives you a discount. So uh, it's a way that you can save a little bit uh, of money on that. Now, one of the ways that we've met in the middle in our relationship is realizing um, that both kind of together in our relationship, we do value experiences. And so um, there's not a perfect system. There's been actually quite a few times on vacation where there's arisen an opportunity to do something that was not specifically um, in the budget because we just didn't foresee that thing happening. Um, and so in that moment, without a lot of emotion, we were able to kind of assess, hey, is this worth spending a little bit more than our budget? Because right now on vacation, that experience is worth it. Now, I would say the caution there is that what, uh, when those situations arose, it was not like an everyday, hey, uh, I'm on the beach and I want a Mai Tai uh, to drink, etc. And I'm all about experiences. So I'm just going to go for it and blow the blow the budget. It, it was more along the lines of uh, maybe coming up on, um, say, a museum that we didn't uh, anticipate, we didn't know existed. We're going to see the biggest bottle of twine in Minnesota. We're heading for the biggest bottle of twine in Minnesota. But something like that, we're like, we, well, we're here. This is kind of the only time we're probably going to visit this city in the foreseeable future. There's this cool art museum we didn't realize or something else. And, uh, you know, the experience of getting to be a part of that may be worth um, siphoning a little bit off of next month's eating out budget or so forth. So we made that conscious choice in the moment without a lot of emotion to go, you know what, we will sacrifice something to kind of bump up our vacation budget a little bit. Uh, But it wasn't like uh, going to... uh, you know, a five-star restaurant every night just because and so forth. So I think uh, to summarize, one, planning ahead, using some kind of very structured, uh, siloed kind of funds for your vacation so that you know when they run out, they run out. But then whether it's in your relationship or just in your own personal temperament, understanding that, um, you know, you are on vacation and part of being on vacation um, is getting to enjoy certain things that you wouldn't normally enjoy and going into it ahead of time going, okay, but what is the negotiable where, where, um, you know, if, if I'm going to spend 20 more dollars than, you know, I anticipated, uh, where do I give myself that freedom? Because what you don't want to do, and this is where we struggled early in our marriage when I was very regimented kind of with our planning and budgeting and so forth is you don't want to struggle on vacation where, um, you get to the point where it's just absolutely not relaxing and not fun and you're just micromanaging and managing the budget on vacation. I think, you know, if, if all you have to spend is what you've brought, then maybe that has to happen because you have nowhere to siphon off, you know, uh, next month's budget or something of that nature. But if you do legitimately have a little wiggle room that you can move uh, a little bit of your grocery funds or a little bit of your eating out funds um, from when you get back or so forth, and it's not going to make a dramatic dent in your savings or your DIY money plan or whatever, then you do have a little bit of wiggle room in that vacation and it's okay. Um, it's okay to use that as long as it's responsible and so forth. Quint, what about you? Well, I've run the gamut on this and I can say without question that when I approach it the way you just described, uh, it, it not only becomes more friendly on the budget thereafter, right? When the, when the sort of the vacation is done, uh, but it allows me to sort of rest at ease knowing, okay, I've got this, I've got this covered, uh, and, and I don't have to worry about, 
you know, the, the additional sort of expenses that could come up. I, I would add to it, and so when I say I've run the gamut, there's been times where I didn't do that, sort of willy-nilly, okay, we're going to just go and, you know, here's what I think it's going to be and, you know, sort of leave it at that. And then, then all of a sudden you come back and you're like, oh, my gosh, that was not good. And there goes the entertainment budget for the next two months or three months uh, or four months, right, or, or whatever. Uh, you know, kids are eating ramen noodles uh, for the next couple of weeks. So I, I've done it both ways. And, and calling in from uh, our Airbnb here in, in Hilton Head Island, where we are right now as a family, taking our annual week before kids go back to school trip, um, I can say that we, ha- we hold vacations and travel at the top of our priority list for sort of the extra curricular monies that, that we have. And so while uh, Brittany, who called in and asked a question about being cheap, uh, and that hit home with me uh, last, last uh, episode because I still am cheap. I was so frustrated yesterday when I lost a pair of sunglasses in the ocean um, that, that I was wrestling with my kids and I didn't take it off. And the, and the sunglasses were, were $12.99. And somebody might laugh and say, well, that's cheap. No, that was expensive for me. My sunglasses are $4.99. I buy the $4.99. If I can get them on sale even cheaper than that, I'll buy them. I do not spend money on, on things. Um, as many know, I'm an avid runner. It pained me, pained me to buy uh, some new Hoka's. Uh, I'm so glad I did, but I bought the multi-season out of, you know, uh, discounted model from three or four years ago. I'm sure they're not nearly as good as the 2019 yada yada, um, but it pained me to spend over $100 on that on the pair of shoes. Usually I buy the uh, significantly discounted from Zappos.com pair of shoes. They last me six to nine months. I love them. I will not spend money on those things. That's just not me, but I love spend money on experience and travel, and it's a great way for me to get the family together to try and disconnect. It's been a little more difficult this week with the markets in, in uh, disarray, but to try and disconnect and just really unite. But I, can't, I cannot stress enough, Jack, that it comes down to disciplined planning, and you have to, you, you can only do what your budget allows. So if you're you know, leading up to a vacation, let's say you're six months out, nine months out. It's obviously the longer, the better. But if you're six months out and you go, okay, I can save an additional, you know, $200 a month. Well, then you're going to have $1,200 for a vacation. What does that mean? Well, that means you better get on to, to a website, find an Airbnb and really start to hone in on those expenses and, and budget. If you are six months out and you can't spend any money. Here's what drives me nuts. We meet with people in our business, and they'll have $10,000 in credit card debt, and they're in a relatively decent position. And we say, well, what, what about, you know, was this an emergency? Was this a medical? Was it a car? Oh, no, you know, we, it was that, you know, we had to take a vacation. And it was almost like they had to take a vacation. Like it was their right to take a vacation, that they had to do that. And now they're going to spend... $10,000, it was probably two vacations, and, and it's going to be thousands and thousands of dollars in interest on top of that because they had to do it and they had to put it on the card. No, 
you don't have to do anything. So if you're six months out and you can't put money away for a vacation, there's no vacation. Now, you look around your house and you can sell stuff and you can, you know, it just depends on how bad you want that vacation. But as far as your specific question, budgeting and so forth, you got to know it's going to cost you more than you're thinking, right? You're going to have to just sort of say, okay, if I'm budgeting $200 a day, you better budget $300 a day, whatever it is. But then it's that disciplined approach. I can't stress that enough. It's just the disciplined approach that you make leading up to and being on that vacation. And if you happen to go over, then it's real simple. It goes into the entertainment section or the, the eating out, wherever it is that you have ancillary funds going to your sort of, you know, over and above amounts during the, during the month. That's where it goes uh, when you come back. It's as simple as that. So it's about discipline, planning. And with today's day of finding these deals online, I mean, come on. You've got to be able to find some exceptional deals to to find uh, some great opportunities. My family and I, I mean, for us, this is what's in our budget. Uh, we rented a house, Hilton Head, uh, like seven full days, 1600 bucks. Now, I know that's a lot of money. Well, $1,600 for a full week uh, where we can cook our meals. We buy groceries. You know, we kind of go through the standard thing. Now, we like to go out to eat for dinners, and we like to do some extracurricular stuff, so it's going to be more than $1,600, but that was in our budget, very affordable. We could do that uh, for our vacation, and that's what we're doing. We're, you know, half a mile from the beach. We're not on the beach, you know, that sort of thing. So we make sacrifices to keep it within the budget. It's about discipline. It's about staying true to the DIY money lifestyle. I think just because you're asking the question, Jack, you're going to do already a, a, a much better job than most. Daniel, anything to add for, for Jack? Yeah, i just reiterate what you said. Uh, you know, he's on the right path. I think uh, just like in similar vein to Brittany's question in the last episode, you have to know uh, what it is that your goal is, what it is that you want to get out of the vacation. So uh, if it's, you know, simply sitting somewhere, whether that's a beach or in the forest, in the mountains, whatever, relaxing, um, and that's kind of what you want to get out of vacation, then you go in with that idea and uh, you budget for that. If what you want to do is eat at nice restaurants, et cetera, then be honest with yourself, go into it, into it with that and, and budget for that. Be true to who you are. Uh, be true to the experiences that you think you're going to want to enjoy on vacation. It doesn't all have to be uh, Instagrammable, uh, if you will. I mean, if, you're, if your idea of a great vacation is uh, sitting at a tent at a KOA uh, campsite, uh, enjoying the campfire and, you know, loving life and not spending a lot of money, that, that that's great. If your idea of a great vacation is going out to dinner every night uh, at a nice restaurant you wouldn't normally eat at, and that's going to set you back 100 200 bucks, then you have to budget for that ahead of time. You can't be on vacation and going, huh, I wonder, I wonder where this money's going to come from. But if you do run into, uh, you know, those one-off experiences where you find something uh, that fits with your values, it fits with what you want to get out of vacation. Um, for us, sometimes that's finding those little, uh, you know, random places that we didn't know about, and it's going to cost you a very nominal amount in the long run. You know, I'm talking like 20, 30, 40 bucks that you can easily cover with next month's budget. You'd know that, you know, that money's going to be there when you get back from vacation and you're going to remember and value that there's a little leeway there. All right. Here we have some more of the souvenir spoons. If your budget allows, then I would say um, in those circumstances, you know, it's worth enjoying that experience because part of vacation, part of relaxing 
is enjoying that. I'm not giving you free reign to go crazy, but what I'm saying is sometimes you do have to live in the moment in a responsible way that your budget will allow when you get back from that vacation. All right. I love it. Excellent, Jack. Great question. And uh, Derek will be sending that $25 Amazon gift card, which you could uh, use for sunscreen on your next vacation. All right. You've been listening to DIY Money. Remember, friends, the secret to wealth is pretty simple. Live on less than you make. Invest the rest and do so for a very long time. Make it a great week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the show. If you want content delivered to you regularly, be sure to follow us on Instagram at DIY.money. And if you want your question aired on the show, be sure to send that to us and you'll get a $25 Amazon gift card.